In a world where the entire LAPD chases down one van full of stolen computers, and IT employees get copper poisoning, one lucky couple must stop a madman from causing a cruise ship's cruise control to break. You're gonna have to tie the spoon to the grenade with, with a string. Oh, maybe don't say grenade. Okay, okay string. Hold the pin out and remove the grenade. Uh. You pull out the pin, and I will pull out the grenade. There are a lot of bad movies out there. Listen as we try to find the ones that are so bad, they're actually good. Is it just bad? Or is it exceptionally bad? Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Ahoy there! Welcome back to Exceptionally Bad. I'm Brant. I'm Bracken. I'm Nate. I'm Ben. I'm Danny. And we're here to talk about an exceptional, well, I don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> a movie <laughs> sequel to a fairly excellent movie, Speed. Yeah. Today we listen to Speed 2 Cruise Control. Before we get into that, though, um, I wanted to kind of get your guys' take on what some of your favorite just action high-speed movies are. High-speed movies, I'm just going to name some off. Uh, there are all of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes. There are uh, Top Gun and yeah. Top Gun 2. The yes. Revenge. Yes. I don't remember what it's called. Revenge of Maverick. The Revenge of yeah. Maverick. <laughs> Iceman <laughs> Awaits. <laughs> I'm thinking like Days of Thunder too. Oh yeah. Days of Thunder is great. Right. Tom, yeah, Tom Cruise. Cars. Talladega Nights. Yeah. Oh wait. Talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go fast. <laughs> Shake and bake. <laughs> Um, has, has anybody seen, uh, Oh, and speed Ma- Maverick uh, I, Iron Man two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, a, right. there's a chase scene. In that's that, right. Or... F1. Oh, on as his, well. uh, yeah, F1. The, yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Cars two. Oh, and probably, I guess yeah. the Jason Bourne movies. <laughs> yeah. All the car chases. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys think makes a good, like fast movie? Oh, mm. oh so is it like the whole movie is that, or, or just one where, I don't know. Because I, I like the the car scene in the latest James Bond movie. Would that uh-huh. count as like a fast? I think that was pretty good. That yeah, was yeah. a good scene. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that the question really applies more to like specific. I don't know. It does. Uh, so I'll, I'll clarify. It doesn't have to be an entire movie about speed, right? But what what is an action sequence or something memorable from a movie where it was just extremely fast? Like, yeah, I thinking from Top Gun Maverick, right? That scene, the trench scene, wherever, where they're just screaming down. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. what's his face? Is Goose's son is falling behind? Rooster. Rooster. Yeah, Rooster. Right? Uh, spoiler <clears throat> alert, by the way, because that movie's probably still in theaters right now. That's true. Um, a thing happens, and it's awesome, so let's go see that movie. And they're moving fast. <laughs> no, but it has a fantastic sense of speed in that movie. Right? Yeah. Like, it, definitely go see that one in the movies, yes. right? You will feel mm-hmm. very, very fast. Yeah. Good, good editing, I guess. Right. Uh, good cinematography. So, I mean, I think one of the things is you want this sense of, like, 
uh, you don't have time to think. Everything has to happen so fast and, and things are happening so fast to the characters that like you are just like holding your breath. You realize you're sitting at the edge of your seat and you're holding your breath and like you're so tense because the slightest mistake will be disaster, right? Uh, oh, like Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yes. And zombies maybe, but... <laughs> What are what are some movies that don't do a good job of speed? Ooh. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> uh, Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speed 2. <laughs> yeah. Jaws Jaws not to, you know, go back to retread what we've already done, oh. but that waffled between extremely slow right. and when and did we do the math at Mach fast. 7 or yeah, something? Mach yeah. 3. Yeah. yeah. True. That's true. It just didn't time out to, you know, the story. <laughs> right. You know? Right, yeah. So yeah. does it have to be vehicles, or could it just be the suspenseful element? Uh, it just has to be, some like, a fast sense of motion. Okay. Right? So, well, maybe this is not what you're thinking, but Jurassic Park 3 is a dinosaur chase movie that is very boring. Oh. <laughs> and so you're just like, how could, it, you know, something that's supposed to keep you on the edge of your seat suspense right. be so boring? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that reminds me, I think, oh, what was the movie? Oh, I saw a movie recently that, uh, was a chase scenes that got, it was all exciting, but then like, I don't know, 15 minutes into the chase scene, you're like, is this ever going to end? <laughs> because it was just way too long. <laughs> Nothing but chase scenes. Yeah. Oh, I think that was, uh, so Jaws it, the Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> it might, it might've been the transporter. Uh, which I loved when it first came out years ago, but then I watched it with my kids recently. Yeah. And they, speaking of mismatched music, uh, <laughs> we got to watch that sometime because there is crazy music going on. And it's like, wait, is this a love scene right now? And it's like, what is going on? <laughs> so on that topic, a a fantastic mashup of speed like just on the edge of survivability and music is Baby Driver. Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, no. I haven't I have seen not. it. Oh, you've got to see I've that movie. I've heard it's good. I've heard yes. it's good. It's about yeah. a bank heist. This kid is just a very fast, like, just, driver. I don't know. He's like the getaway driver. He's yeah. the getaway driver, yeah. And he's he doesn't really talk. He's always just jamming to his ear pods. But they sync up the the action to the music in his oh. in his headphones it is so good oh it gosh. is done masterfully isn't that the movie where he gets the wrong masks so instead of a michael myers mask it's like an austin powers mask for the bank there, robbers? i think there is a gag like that yeah, oh yeah. man yeah anyways so i'm, trying, I'm, I'm remembering back to birdemic you know there were a lot of sequences in that that just seemed to be ill-timed right yeah with the car scene at the beginning and then just the birds being so slow and sluggish <laughs> at times it just seemed so wrong. Uh, ben, I think you might have been thinking about the fight between Zod and Superman and oh Man gosh. of Steel. Yes, that went on forever, but that's not what I was thinking about. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what what uh, makes before we get into speed uh, two, um, what makes a good action scene or a good like fast motion scene, mm, right? Like yeah. what makes that good versus one that is not so good? So uh one of the things that we kind of have mentioned a little bit is I think the music has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get this in video games. There are a lot of video games that are fast speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a game that was out, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. Actually, it was longer than that. Maybe 20 years ago called Wipeout, Wipeout okay. XL. Did you yep. ever play that? 
you're stretched out spaceship. Yeah, it's like these spaceship things. looking things, and you're in like a bobsled track. PlayStation and, One, looking yeah. at you. And uh, you're racing, and the music that's playing it was like Prodigy Firestarter, yeah. right? And it's going so fast, and you're like going 600 miles an hour, and you're having to do these lightning fast decisions and stuff. Um, when I hear that song now, and I'm in the car. I have to be very careful because <laughs> my foot goes down on the pedal and I just start, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going fast. In movies, that happens all the time. Yeah. The fast music makes you feel like everything is going fast as long as it's edited to go with the music, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's like when you play Tetris. You right. start speeding up. Right, it speeds That's up right. when you, the music when you starts speeding start getting yeah. into trouble, then the music speeds up and yeah. so you're like, oh crap. And you start panicking, right? Because yeah. you're yeah. like, oh. What am I gonna I do? I feel like another another movie that did that really well was Gone in sixty seconds. Oh yeah, and I know it was effective because when we left the theater, every single car squealed its tires, <laughs> yes, right. out of the parking lot. <laughs> I don't care if it was like soccer mom's minivan; like we were squealing tires. <laughs> That's awesome. What I don't like mm-hmm. that sometimes I think they try to do, and maybe this is me getting old, is sometimes they'll try to make fast sequences more exciting or just by shaking the camera oh, man. A lot. makes me sick. Or lots and of it, rapid cuts yeah, yeah, yeah. rapid yeah. cuts and it's so fast shaking. that you can't tell really what's going what's on. going on yeah is that just what is that poor so directing i heard a an interview with the director of um born identity or the second born movie yeah. born ultimatum uh, born supremacy. Supremacy. Born supremacy. Yeah. okay and he was talking about uh Actually, you know what? It, it it was actually with the director of the firstborn identity because they were talking about the fight where he picks up the ballpoint pen and he's fighting the guy with the pen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they were talking about how what he did was shortcuts, but he wanted to keep you make you feel like you were in a small space, mm-hmm. like you were very yeah. in, tight and compacted, and so he kept switching the angle or whatever so that you felt like. The space was claustrophobic, small, right? Yeah. Claustrophobic. Um, I think that uh, quick cuts like that can be very effective. I think that's a, a good example of the way to do it effectively. Totally. But then when you watch, I don't know, like Jaws Four or Jaws: The Revenge, and when the shark attacked, it would always cut back and forth really quick to like these overlays of the shark and Mm -hmm. stuff that's going on. You have no idea what you're actually looking at, Mm -hmm. right? And it's supposed to be this intense thing but your mind can't process it fast enough to even know what's going on exactly i keep thinking of a film that kind of does both of those things really well <clears throat> have you seen the movie everything everywhere all at once yes yeah. yes so i think yes. they do a really good job Excellent. of mm-hmm. like what you're talking about the born identity right and, and things that you don't understand what's going on right but i don't think you're really supposed to mm-hmm. like and i would highly recommend that movie if, have you seen it bracken i have not oh uh, it's it's I can't claim to really understand everything in the movie, but it is a great movie. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, it is. but that I, it's a you, surprisingly good movie. I yeah, I mean it's bananas, it's bonkers, yeah. but you're loving it the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. my yeah. wife's she all three movies. She's like, this is weird. That was <laughs> like her only. Yeah, it's comment. weird. But uh, when you're talking about Jason Bourne and the making it seem claustrophobic, that happens to her a lot. Yeah, and I think they do it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's talk about a movie that doesn't do any of those things well. <laughs> um, <laughs> as as we stated, we watched Speed Two: Cruise Control. Yes. So this is the follow up to the well regarded Speed, the original one that with Keanu Reeves, um, Sandra Bullock, and, which 
yeah. Uh, yeah. Bombs on a bus. Right. Right. And the bus can't drop below a certain speed or the bombs will go off. And right. so they have to be going fast the whole time. Yep. In a bus. Yes. Through a city. And it it's was intense. Same kind of thing, you know. Yep. It was that it was shot well. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt claustrophobic. Yep. There was real danger. Yeah. Um, it was done really well. Um, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll talk about how Speed Two does not fit that mark. <laughs> but um, just to kind of go down the numbers real quick, this movie was released uh, summer of 1997. Um, it did not do well in theaters. Um, it got four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Feels kind of high. <laughs> that's 4% more than Jaws the Revenge. Oh, that's <laughs> it true. Is, it is. And Highlander 2. This had a shockingly large budget. Huge, yeah. Enormous budget. Okay, so before I tell you the budget, the budget for the original Speed, oh. $28 million. Oh, man. The budget for Speed 2 was, they estimate, somewhere between 110 and $160 million. Yeah. At that price, you can buy a princess cruise ship <laughs> and actually just crash it. <laughs> you don't even need to fake it. <laughs> um, wow, that says oh, a lot man. about the art of movie making, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's Money inflation. isn't everything. Yeah. yeah, right. Stuff all around. <laughs> the first speed must have made a lot of money. I, I, I think it did. I it mean, did, it warranted yeah. this almost immediately, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, it didn't do terrible, but it didn't do good. Uh, it grossed domestically $48 million, so not... Mm. I mean, it flopped hard. Yes. Um, worldwide, it did $165 million, so, I mean... Made its it money back. It actually made its money back. Not yeah. counting marketing. <laughs> right, right. Mm. So... They did the one-poster approach, like, That's free. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, let's, let's talk about this for a moment. Um... Who wants to give us a plot synopsis of what happened? We, I, you know, I kind of just very briefly explained what happened in Speed, and I think that covers just about everything. Uh-huh. So who wants to talk about what happened in Speed 2? Uh, I'll give it a try. Okay. So Annie is returning. Yes. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Actually, first, can we do that? So I came late to the movie. Can we do the plot synopsis as a, I'm going to ask if these things were in the movie? So, not having have seen it, was Nicolas Cage in the movie? No. Um, was uh, was there a threat like a bomb that was on the moving uh, thing? Y- yes, was there, there. No. And uh, no, that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> well, you know okay. everything about. I thought it there now, was going to so be something good there. So, well, you, you hit the high the highlights. No Nicolas Cage. Also, what movie were I just you thinking of that has sure. Nicolas Cage and bombs? <laughs> face off? Or, Wait, that was Speed. I was thinking of. Oh, okay. He's not in Speed. That's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves. Oh, what I say, Nick Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. This so, is Danny, guys. That's why he's the producer. Everybody. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm not. Was Jason Bourne in this movie? <laughs> All right. So the Rock shows up. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? No. So it starts out with Annie, the the heroine slash love interest of the original Speed movie. And she's taking a driver's test with a nice cameo from Tim Conway. That was kind of fun to see. Um, Does not do well. And, uh, you know, incidents arise from circumstance. And she ends up in the middle of a police action where they're trying to stop some 
game. A guy who stole about seven Dell computers. Yeah, right. they might have been gateways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that's when she finds out that her boyfriend, Alex, that's his name, right? Yeah. Alex Shaw, um, he's not a uh, beach police beat cop. He's on the SWAT team, for which she's upset about. Uh, and he brought along with him on his bust, for some reason, surprise tickets to go on a cruise together, <laughs> which, he, which he presents to her at the crime scene in an effort to appease her because she's angry with him because even though he told her he was a cop, he, he didn't tell her that he was on what she called the suicide, the suicide, the suicide squad. Yeah. Um, so, uh, spoiler alert, they go on the cruise. So they show up on the, to the cruise ship and they're boarding and, and they're rooming across the hall from this Willem Dafoe uh, with bad hair. And <laughs> it's just Willem Dafoe hair. And he, is upset about his golf clubs, so so that I think that's how they would know him, right? And so yeah. he's the guy making a big deal about about his, his golf golf clubs it, being lost or something. So uh, they're very important. Yeah, so they're very important to him. They were his dads or something. Um, it's just a collection of drivers when you finally do see the golf clubs, <laughs> and um, so they go to they go to. You know, they have some dinners. There's a deaf girl for some reason um, that she plays some role later on, I guess. Um, Willem Dafoe used to work for the cruise line, but he was let go because he got sick. So he's hijacking. He hijacks the cruise ship. Um, Because you guys have all been on cruises where they bring around, like, Millions and millions of dollars. Multi-million dollars. Diamonds for you to look out and just wear. Wear during dinner. Wear casually. Uh, You know, normal cruise. (laughs) And so he hijacks the ship in its elaborate plot to steal the diamonds and for some reason crash the ship into an oil tanker and make his escape. Uh, Alex, because he's from the LAPD, he is an expert in all things mechanical. (laughs) Um and st- strategy wise, yeah. So, yep, he's able to foil this plot, um, but not without some casualties. <laughs> so the captain dies. Well, he doesn't know. He 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 can't he can't take that responsibility. He That's never, true. Happened before he even knew. Right. So Willem Dafoe kills the captain with a light that swings. Um, and then. Willem Dafoe kidnaps Annie as some sort of some sort of collateral, and uh, they take yeah. off on like a uh, couple of jet skis that are connected by something. You think we first think it's a speedboat? It's a transformer. Yeah, CD yeah. Thing. a GoBot. It's a GoBot. Well, maybe it's a transformer with this level of budget. That's true. Um, <laughs> so they they leave, and and we we miss them for like an hour. It feels like an hour. Right. As the rest of the crew and Alex try to keep the cruise ship from ramming an oil tanker at 15 knots. Yeah, and so it. the oil tanker doesn't get started. Anyway, they, they barely escape that. However, they do a slow speed crash into St. Martin. Is that the island? Yeah. yeah. They take out, they cause millions of dollars of damage. The ship kind of falls on its side. Yeah. Uh, Alex jumps off to go and. And he steals a rapper's boat, or he makes his yeah, rapper like that, yeah. 
take him and his, the rapper's date's just having a grand time as they go <laughs> speed chasing after the uh, William Defoe, and so they catch up with him not until after he's taken off in this little uh, uh, plane, and then Alex rescues Sandy B from the plane, and Willem Dafoe, classically, is not watching where he's going, and he crashes into the oil tanker, which... To an so, antenna. Well, to the antenna well. on the top of the oil tanker, which now there's some fuel leaking out of that plane, and it sparks, and it blows up the entire oil tanker. Yeah. Um, so... They cause this big environmental disaster, uh, and you know, he blows. He he goes down with the ship. Yeah. And then Alex proposes to Annie. Yeah. And then they, the movie ends with her back with Tim Conway, taking another driver's test, <laughs> and a bus speeds by, and she's one of the last things she said is that bus was going way too fast. Yeah. <laughs> right. So just for some context. The fastest the ship ever goes is about 18 and a half knots. Mm-hmm. Which is... For context, you would not get a speeding ticket in a school zone. Right. That is how fast <laughs> this movie happens. This movie is two hours long, and it spans the time period of 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it feels it. Yeah. <laughs> um, let, let's talk about... I mean... The plot's absurd, right? Like, it's fantastical, it's stupid. You know, Willem Dafoe has amazing computer hacker abilities. He's got the power glove of wonder where he's, like, (laughs) hacking on his wrist. To shut doors behind him. Yeah, with his 90s level, like, high-tech computer, which is really the size (laughs) of a small refrigerator. Um, And, uh, yeah, he can take over anything with this computer, Somehow the ship has no manual controls of right. anything anywhere, um, except when they need them to. Right. Right? Like, they don't have anchors until the very end of the movie when they think, hey, we should probably drop anchors to and slow down. And try to slow down. Maybe could have used that before you ran into everything else when you're in open water. So. They were the worst anchors as well. Like, Yeah, it got torn out one right away. One was weak and one didn't they have They were going hand. seven miles an hour and they dropped anchor in it. <laughs> didn't even use them when they could have like a half an hour before. Right. So just so, I just looked this up, just so in case we have some like real cruise heads. That yeah. 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 Um, you know who you are. So this, is that a thing? This website. Cruise heads? I, I, it, it is now. Hashtag people, cruise heads. People, yeah, people learned a lot of things. You know, That's people right. People on a lot of cruises. Uh, I've My never been on a cruise. go on tons of cruises. Yeah. Look, I, have I don't a want who goes on yeah. lots of cruises. Yeah. So look, I don't want to run into Ben's dad and be embarrassed. So it's <laughs> great. So this this website Cruise Critic says most cruise ships cruise at a speed from twenty one to twenty three knots. Oh wow! Mm. Um, obviously, many factors influence the speed of the ship. Uh, the fastest cruise ship in service today, as of twenty twenty, is. The Queen Mary 2 with a reported top speed of 30 knots. Wow. So, so just I, to be clear, even, even among cruise ships, this is the world's slowest cruise ship. <laughs> speed 2, cruise control. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. Thanks for that context. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, well, I still I don't like know it. that that's fast enough to do the damage that it did. Yeah. But, oh, like... Man. But it sounds like most cruise ships travel about yeah yeah twenty to five to thirty miles an hour right. It's not necessarily the speed; it's the mass. It's the, the boat. inertia, but, right? Yeah, mm. but 
still, I feel like the inertia. It, you're right. I mean, they hit the dock at seven knots, and the entire ship goes up onto land. I mean, that thing is hundreds of feet long. Yeah. And it goes all the way through buildings. It crushes through buildings. It crushes through cars. It crushes through everything and slows down at a constant rate the entire time. It scares a dog. It's, uh, yeah. You know, you expect it to stop eventually, but way before it did. Yeah. It, I mean, it, would, it was even slow slowing down. Like, yeah. I would expect it to it speed towards right. slowing down, right? Like, <laughs> it was so slow that we had time to cut between the speedometer <laughs> and the first mate, I think it was, constantly saying, No, he was the... Seven miles an hour. He was, was, was the navigator. Oh, the navigator. Right, right, right. Yeah. He, he would always shake every time. He's like, yeah. eight miles an hour. <laughs> Seven, Seven miles an hour. <laughs> so he's this. He was like convulsing each time. Six point two. <laughs> so he was a Scottish guy. I'm like, why is he not the engineer? Right, right. <laughs> Given all she's got, <laughs> seven knots. I'm a navigator. <laughs> I'm not the captain. So can we can we talk about like Professor Alex Shaw, who is a master of all things. <laughs> like, he is a master detective. Yep. He's got an eidetic memory. Yep. Um, he can easily assemble minutia into very complex plots. Yep. And, and theories to well, chase opening, people down. Opening scene, we know that he's a Vanilla Ice fan because he jumps. He can jump motorcycles jump over Jump motorcycles things. over fences. Yeah. Yep. Nice. And he speaks American Sign Language. That's right. That's because he wants to learn a, a foreign language, which right. apparently That's... American Sign Language is a foreign language. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what what were some other skills that Officer Shaw had? He's irresistible to teenage girls. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Who are also deaf. He could hold his breath underwater. For, for at least years. 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was. Uh, he knew how to t- uh, take a pin out of a... Uh, a grenade, grenade, and get disarm it, and then put you know. That's right. Do all that good stuff. He, I was impressed by his water skiing. Well, body you skiing. Call that? I don't his know. Body, body surfing, surfing behind a <laughs> behind a plane. So yeah. his Indiana Jones skill. Yeah, <laughs> he was an excel, the Lost Ark. Excellent yep. harpoonist. Yeah. Yes. Is that the proper term for that? Uh, yeah. He harpooned the uh, the seaplane. Yeah. Right. Skied behind. Well, got dragged. Got dragged behind. behind it. Yes. Yep. That yeah. was that was pretty good. He's good at commandeering boats in a separate in a different sovereign nation. LAPD. That's yeah. right. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means, man. <laughs> he was really bad at acting, giving gifts to to Annie at the That's wrong time. That's true. Yeah, he, really was. he was about to propose to her, and then she's like, you know, arguing with him, and he's, you know, she's mad at him, and he gives her tickets to the cruise, like. He didn't know when to time how to give gifts. So yeah. I guess yeah. that was his one, like, that was his kryptonite. So they were celebrating their seven-week anniversary. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That's what this cruise was, to celebrate their seven-week anniversary, and he was ready to propose. They're speeding towards he marriage. To yes. be really Speed dating. Yeah, she seemed pretty angry with him for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. And also was... seemed to think that he was crazy for even thinking about, like, a long-term relationship. <laughs> What? So Several I'm times. confused because I thought at the beginning she said it was their anniversary. She said like, seven week anniversary. Their seven week anniversary. <laughs> yeah. This relationship was doomed from the beginning. <laughs> if somebody is getting an tracking an anniversary seven weeks in as an adult, 
Well, she tells you, Tim Conway it's her longest relationship. Why, yes, couldn't, that's what she why says. couldn't they have the writers said six month or a year? Yeah. Or hmm. 16 months or 18 months, yeah. but seven weeks? Why seven <laughs> weeks? That's not even two months. <laughs> no. No, it's not. That's what is that? Well, I, I have cheese in my fridge this is, that uh, I've had longer than seven weeks, and I'm not about to propose. The to writers it. played right? Dungeons and Dragons, and they just had some dice there, and they just rolled it, and they're like seven, seven were weeks. They, were they trying to make the character extra pathetic or something? Like I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, they clearly you weren't in the know. writers' room. <laughs> I don't I think mean, anyone was in the writers' room. She, I mean, I'm this sorry. this relationship was doomed to fail room. from the beginning. She didn't even. Know his badge number yes right? she didn't even know that it wasn't called a badge number she, she called it, it was called a, a cop, police code or your cop, your cop, code. cop yeah. number police number yeah, yeah. right oh, well, luckily he gave it to her eventually and yeah he and i think she and remembered very it. romantic it was yeah. such a romantic she remember it maybe she didn't I, I, don't I don't it never comes up again he repeats it back to her but she never like acknowledged yeah. anything is that it. before he goes to the propeller or is that before he jumps off? It's oh, right man. before the propellers. So he is really it. good at, at staying away from those propellers. Yes. I was seriously worried about... I mean, he was getting pretty close to those propellers, and I thought he was going to be just chum. Yeah. Like, like a lot of chum. Like, it was... Those were big, and he was... Man. I was expecting Jaws the yeah. fourth any moment. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, we man. call him Gums. <laughs> so... He was good at that. He was he was good at uh, not following his own advice with the lifeboats when they're trying to evacuate the ship. Yeah, yeah. He had a lot of he had a lot of skills, which we'll discuss after a short break. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, like I was saying, he's he's an expert. Uh, Alex is an expert in. All things. Yes. So, except um, love. Except timing. <laughs> That's right. Will, Will, except love and timing. <laughs> Willem Dafoe's character, John Geiger. Uh, he, he's not a heartless villain because he gives them an opportunity to abandon ship. Yeah. 15 minutes. He yeah. gave them 15 minutes to abandon an entire cruise ship. I mean, except for the captain, his plan was to be bloodless right like yeah it was gonna go off without anybody i mean that's the true wiser, the, the right? guy who walked in on him the the housekeeping guy who walked yeah. in on him he knocked him out he could have killed him yep and he just instead locked him in his and i feel like the captain bathroom. somehow felt like a personal vendetta which yeah. i don't know why captains are in charge of software development companies you know, who implement the software for their boats hey, we, have, yeah. we haven't talked about his motivations just we'll yet. get there yeah <laughs> so anyway so they're one of the the winches Hey, malfunctions. <laughs> Is that a winch that that we don't say that word? No. Oh, you're talking about. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting real punny in here. Uh, yes. So, okay. So, one so, of the cable. It's a room, it's a room the... full of dads. Okay. <laughs> one of the cable thingies that lowers the boat. Whatever the politically correct oh, yeah. term for that is. <laughs> The unloader. The hydraulic cable extractor. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it converts Thank things. you. Thank you for thinking of their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to all anchors. Um, so anyway, one of those 
things <laughs> malfunctions as they're dropping one of the lifeboats into the yeah. water. Yeah. And he knows how to fix it. He doesn't uh, doesn't actually fix it, but he's like, don't. He's like, keep the boat weight, you know, balanced, balanced, right? Yeah. And then proceeds to jump onto one onto end the of front it, of it, the yeah. front end of it, to save the cameraman. Yeah, Andre. So while we're talking about this, I just want to ask you all: Have you all ever been on a cruise? I have not. No. Okay, Danny, you've been on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is like the first thing they do in the first day uh, when you're on the cruise that has to do with lifeboats? Do you know? Do you remember? Yeah, they they show you like how to get on it. Yeah, where did, to like the whole process. Did they go of, through the whole like they do like a fire drill? Did they do that on your cruise? They didn't do. Like, I've been a on a couple of cruises drill. and they did this thing where, at a certain time, they tell you we're going to do this fire drill and everybody's wow. going to go line up on top of the deck, and you're going to line up in order and then they'll give you further instructions. So then they go up and you line up and everybody stands around and then they say, if this were real, then we'd be going to these lifeboats over here. The whole thing takes like a half an hour to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And there are like 60 lifeboats, right? How many lifeboats were there on this? Like four. <laughs> yeah. and Was But everybody got called? into one. No, no they, they, they launched, launched three of them. Oh, did they, they launch did some? Three okay. of them. And yeah. they even dropped the... What little what little inflatable like raft that popped out. Oh, did the they raft. do that yeah. one? So okay. it was most of the passengers got off okay. It was okay. just just the one just boat. the one that malfunctioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that had the what? What are they called? The fat burners. That's right. The fat burners club. Um, yeah. Oh right. The the, com- still, the comic relief club. Still doesn't seem like a lot of boat. They, right they got a lot of mileage out of that. We can talk about that in a sec. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. More about Geiger. Well, oh, so it's Alex. Uh, yeah. So he manages to rescue them. Well, and then Annie also, she's like, oh, put out the gangplank. Yeah. And then, yeah. They because lower... Annie and Alex are the only people who can solve problems on this boat. Yeah. I mean, they're there with the first mate, and he yeah. didn't think of yeah. it. Um, well, you know, it was Boba Fett. Yeah, right? he was in that Sarlacc pit for a while. That's right. <laughs> he wasn't quite <laughs> healed yet. Yeah, see, he, was, he wasn't quite himself. Right. I, I should cut him some slack. And... <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, but Annie and Alex are the only ones that know how to do anything on this boat, <laughs> even though, aside from the captain, all of the crew is there. Still right. there, yeah. Um, yeah, so should we talk about John Geiger, played by Willem Dafoe? Yes. Sure. What did you guys think of Mr. Geiger? My first impression is Willem Dafoe is an excellent villain. And he looks just crazy and insane. And if that were his motivation, I'd totally accept it. That he was just kind of lost his mind, you know, or just, he's just evil. Um, His motivations in this were a little more complex. So let me, or did you want to explain his his Uh, I was just going to say, he doesn't disappoint. I mean, everybody loves Willem Dafoe and he's a star and he's so unique looking uh, and he, he carries off that crazy look in his yeah. eyes, uh, you know, like the Green Goblin. It'll yeah. forever be known. Yep. But you know, I I kept thinking, would he? He's such a perfect Green Goblin. But I kept thinking, would he have been cast as the Green Goblin had he not done this movie? Hmm. I wonder. I mean, how could he not? But this was such a. I felt like this was such a vehicle for him. Like a. Yeah. Uh, you know, here's my. Reel. Audition. Here's my audition <laughs> yeah. reel to get this next part yeah. because it was such a, a great segue. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is highlights reel. Right. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
So and they did keep saying throughout the film, "I'm something of a, I'm yeah. something of a scientist myself, or something of a diamond thief myself, something I'm of a something hacker of myself." A, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I'm, let me just explain Geiger's uh, his motivation here. Good so, luck. <laughs> so he is a software developer, yeah. and the way they made it sound like he was the guy who basically engineered all of their computer programs, right, for all of these. Their, the, the entire the cruise line, yep. everything, right? He got some because he works so closely with um, computers. computers. He got copper poisoning because of the electromagnetic radiation because that of comes the off of computers. Yep. That is something that I suffer from myself. So <laughs> Me I can, too. I can, Everybody I can who works about. in an office environment, yeah. right? This Literally, is, this is your ninety-five percent of America <laughs> right this now. Is a PSA. Right? Yeah. This is really what this is. A PSA. <laughs> <laughs> because of that. He has to take a ton of medication um, and leeches mm-hmm. to remove copper from his body. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. This this sounds almost like a James Bond villain. It he does, does right? a little That's bit. That's true. I mean, yeah. They're usually not computer science, you know, computer geeks. Yeah. But, yeah. but some kind of deformity mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah. He would be a Bond villain if somehow Bond was involved in, like, taking down a server somewhere and he got electrocuted <laughs> and caused all of this to him. Yeah. That's how he converts into the Bond villain. Well, Alex was wearing a tux for a while. He was. He was. <laughs> but he had, he had so, chucks on. So Geiger, because he gets sick and FMLA is just very expensive for companies, <laughs> they fired him. And so he decides, hey, I don't have very long to live. I think, you know, leeches are expensive. And how um, dare you fire me. And how dare you fire me. His... I don't know why he knows this, but his plan is to take over the ship and steal a bunch of diamonds um, that, again, as we talked about there, you know, on this cruise ship, there's free food, free booze and free diamonds. (laughs) Um, So his plan was to shut down the ship, steal all the diamonds. They never explain what he's going to do with said diamonds. Just he's going to live with glitter the last of his days Um, and then uh, escape. Right and live out the rest of his days well with, with all of this money. Yeah, but he also I think it is his intention to destroy the ship, like cause a huge, because he sets it on course Fair, before he true. leaves. Right, that's true. Uh, which I assume is his big, you know, statement it's, to the company that kind of canned him. Right, to the, yeah. To the I think he meant company. to beach it into the island. I don't think he knew that the uh, no, was because from the beginning no, 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 it the... said that he was going into the tanker. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. from the I beginning. That he put in, that part. He, he told put the in the name. We didn't know what that oh, was until right. later on. We saw it and we we're like, oh, that name he wrote in. That was the tanker. Yeah, because yeah. thank you. Was he also trying to cover his tracks? Like, if if the ship blows up, then no one will know that the diamonds are missing. Maybe I guess that's I never said true. that, but yeah. I, you know, I'm just guessing. Wow, I didn't even think that that might be the case. Just, but that's but he never probably, ex- it's never explained. It's ne- no. But I, 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 I see the revenge on the cruise liner ship thing. Yeah, I, I don't like understand why more credit. people try to steal diamonds from cruise ships. Yeah, you right. know, <laughs> if this is such a thing, why yeah. like, aren't there more stories about this? I, f- I feel like that that's way too smart for this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the thing for me is he so. Grant just laid out his motivations. He wants to get the diamonds and then probably blow up the ship for the... uh, Just for spite. Just for spite. But he, like, sets up this super complex, like, booby traps everywhere and, like... um, Like the Green Goblin. Yeah, like the Green Goblin. I mean, the first thing he does is he he causes um, 
fire. Oh yeah, in the <laughs> movie, you know, power it's, it's very you know it, even the buttons yeah. on his thing. Yeah. And he's on the water ski thing. He's like he's on the little yeah. surfer. I mean, he he starts a fake fire, and that's yeah. how he gets everybody off the boat. Fake fires. He goes to the 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 um, lengths of hiding these golf ball and golf club head booby trap things all around smoke the ship bombs, yeah that turns out they're just smoke bombs but he does it to make them think that there's a fire so everybody will get off the boat yeah like the green goblin <laughs> so I, I think so this is kind of where i kind of go back to where he's he's not you know all bad because right. he he did come up with a ploy to get everybody off get of the ship off. except the crew so i right. feel like he did have like a super vendetta against the crew yeah, yeah again i don't maybe the captain did but i don't know why like the first mate and all of the other people the people down in the engine room i don't know that they had any say you know it's right. not like a vote him off the island kind of thing like <laughs> yeah like, geiger's gotta like, go that yeah, freaky like, leech kid you it's know? like a one ship cruise line is that <laughs> yeah. right yeah so you just never understand like why he's so mad at the captain yeah yeah it right. does seem personal he does kill the it's very this personal. time it's personal so there was one scene I'm, i wonder if you guys can clarify for me because uh early on after he knocks out the um housekeeping guy who comes into his room uh he's now in like a crew uniform right so he looks like he's part of the yeah. crew and uh the captain is so he's like shutting down an engine or something and the captain they're like oh these things are going they're malfunctioning something's happening um what's going on and is the captain calling down and he's pretending to be the guy I, it seemed like he was talking to Boba Fett and feeding him lines that he should say to the captain, right? And it, it looked like, so, oh, Boba Fett's in on this. I and... thought I thought that. I, I think what he was really doing is they were following procedure. He's like, I know oh, these people so well. And he's so well. what they're going to do. And he's do. like, no, we're going to say this. And yeah. then he's like, oh, okay. we're going to say this. That makes a lot yeah. more sense. But I think he must have taken out that guy whose uniform he was wearing. Because the captain, and we just didn't see it. The captain right? addressed him as oh, yeah. officer or Ricky whatever, or, yeah. or whoever yeah. was supposed yeah, yeah, to be yeah. down in the engine room. Yeah, yeah. When he first approaches him, he's like, "Hey, yeah. Bill, or whatever. Yeah, like, how come you're not down there?" And then Willem Dafoe turns around with this crazy face and starts swinging, swinging the light, the light at, him. at him. It sure is a good thing <laughs> they had somebody down in the weird... engine room with his amazingly long hair as well. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, he kills the captain. Yeah, they're face to face, and he, this is a a lamp that's on like a swinging arm that's maybe you know three feet long and he just keeps swinging it back and forth yeah um as he's talking to the captain why does the captain walk right up into the range so, of the light so that the light can knock him off the ship here's how i would explain this <laughs> let's say you are at a park and somebody is riding a swing uh-huh. and you would like to ride it and they say no and they hop up and they start swinging the swing at you okay do you run into the swing or do you just take one step back and then laugh at them until they are exhausted and then take the swing well, you run into the, the swing, captain right? clearly <laughs> thought i will run headlong into the swing and that swing is mine <laughs> it cost him his life it, it did <laughs> cautionary tale right <laughs> um so yeah geiger i thought he was actually a fantastic villain mm-hmm. i think he was written poorly yes but i think he like he willem defoe did a fantastic job of bringing crazy and like 
I don't know, gravitas to this weird, crazy character, right? And his yeah. stupid motivations. Absolutely. So I, I think the wheels came off the bus for him. No speed pun intended. Like, <laughs> right. the, so when he and I see your point. <laughs> it was choppy waters out there. He, when he and Annie are on the double jet ski GoBot thing, yeah, and she figures out how to re- do the release. Oh yeah, and she releases him, so he's now just. A free floating. He's no longer. He's an independent controlling the boat. Yeah. yeah, an independent jet ski guy. Yeah. Why did he chase after her? Like, <laughs> he could have just escaped. Right. I think he was trying to use her as a hostage. Right. Leverage Maybe. so that he could uh, get away. Maybe again, he seems like so, a pretty spiteful guy. Yeah. He did make a point of saying that he was going to release her, but at, at ten thousand feet. feet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess just I was just like, well. I mean, he could have gone straight for the airplane, and he would have gotten away. Yeah, he absolutely. Could have, he could have like, well, this is this didn't that didn't work. I'll just go back to my original plan. And I'll go over right. to my seaplane and hop in and yeah, and go spend my hard earned diamonds. But yeah. like, but he doesn't. He chases yeah. he chases her down because yeah. he's malicious. Instead, he gets blowed up, blinded and, by rage. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's a good PSA for revenge is better served cold, <laughs> like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, so I think we should talk about um, the actors here. Okay. Um, Sandra Bullock, we know, we love her. Um, I mean, most recently we talked about her on uh, The Lost City, yep. mm-hmm. which we all love. Um, I don't think there's anybody who really doesn't know who Sandra Bullock is, so we don't have to spend a whole lot of time. She's going to be in Bullet Train? Yeah. She reprises Annie. She feels yep. fine. I, I feel like she had a much bigger role and better role in Speed. Yes. She was kind of like... Even though she's kind of the through line between these two, you know, uh, ep- you know, movies, mm-hmm. she's barely in it, right? Like she's in it all the time, but she's re- rarely doing anything important or useful. She's right. just kind of like a showpiece, right? Uh, she uses the chainsaw. That's true. She does use the chainsaw and almost oh, cuts a dude right. in half, and doesn't yeah. turn it off and holds it in people's face right. when they're trying yeah. to come out of the door. Yeah, because you know all cruise ships need a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They do. It's for the ice sculpture. Oh, essence. yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, then we have uh, Jason, not Keanu Patrick, um, <laughs> who uh, fills out the role of, you know, our favorite officer, Officer Alex Shaw. MacGyver. Um, MacGyver, yes. Um, so Keanu read the script, decided that's going to that's gonna be a no for me, dog, right? And just kind of He turned down out. $12 million. He did. Um, that that was the smart investment on yeah, his part. He made a different movie instead. The The Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. Yep. Right. The yep. Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you guys think of Alex's or you know Jason's acting? I mean, again, absurd script. Yeah. Kind of terrible content. What did was... you think he of just him personally? I mean, I thought I think he was fine. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought fine. he did good. Like. I would not say he was a bad actor mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think he did a good job yeah. acting the part that he was supposed to play. Yeah. Um, I always, I seriously have a hard time separating him from Lost Boys. Yeah. And so, like, throughout, I just kept thinking, uh, vampire joke here. Uh, <laughs> Michael. Vampire joke. Michael. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, he's good. He, he was sufficient. The, the way this character is written, he, you know... 
I felt like he delivered every line fine. It yep. was, a lot of times it was maybe the lines could have been better or his mm-hmm. relationship with uh, Annie's, you know, could have been hashed out a little bit more believable. I think that was a weakness of the movie. Yeah. Was their relationship and how bizarre it was. But yeah. Um, what did you think of the stunts? From what I read, basically the director wanted all of the actors to do that are in stunts. And mm-hmm. there's some pretty wild stunts in here and he has thrown himself at those. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad he didn't get chopped up and was in the, propeller. in the water. Yeah. yeah. That was really CG propellers, CG propellers are, no are dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leading just, cause of death. So there were a lot characters. of stunts. There were a lot of stunts in this movie. So it started time. with a motorcycle chase with motorcycles jumping and, you know, like that chase scene was a little bit intense with the mm-hmm. ice cream truck. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there were horse people on horseback. I, I kept yeah. expecting that. There was even a part where he was on the other side of a white fence and he had to like yeah. go skirt along the edge so he didn't go down the cliff. So I, I have a little anecdote that I need to interject okay. here because so Sandra Bullock, somebody was interviewing her later and just commenting about how they did their own stunts. And apparently yeah. like he did that. The jump. There was a part where he jumped about thirty feet in the oh, air, gosh. flew off the motorcycle, and landed in a bush. Oh my goodness! And Sandra Bullock, she's like, I thought for sure he was dead. Oh man! Like that is the level of uh, you know of of the stunts that these guys were pulling as actors, right? And I yeah. guess one of the stunt coordinators was like, this guy's top. You know, like he's he would be an amazing uh, stunt person alone, regardless of if he's right. an actor. So that's um, good. I was really impressed so, yeah, yeah. with his with that. Are you saying Sandra Bullock did those stunts in the car with Tim Conway in the driving sequences at the beginning of this so, movie? I don't know. According man. to her, she did all but one quarter of one stunt. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, I wonder, well, obviously somebody felt like the when the captain falls off the side of the boat, that right. looked like a real person, yeah. like a real stunt person who fell off. Uh, that was a long fall into yeah. the water. There were actually a lot of stunt people, like when they were crap slowly crashing yes. into other boats yes and some of those some of the people like the stunt people there was there was remember that one scene where a person looked like they absolutely just got destroyed right in front yeah. of that boat like i i don't know if that was green skin it looked very real it, and did, it looked yeah. like they killed someone like the water skier uh yeah right yeah, yeah the water skier <laughs> yes he yeah he looked like he ate it but i'm talking about the one where he was on oh, the boat and it and just goes jumps. straight up over the t- and he like yeah. jumps into the bow of the boat yeah, yeah. terrible so, I mean, the stunts were cool. There was a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Um, we already talked about Willem Dafoe, so I don't think we need to, to cover him well, again. Well, hold on. Oh, Should sorry. we talk about... Let's go back to the stunts real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Should we talk about that last... I mean, I guess it counts as a stunt, the, the ship. Yeah. Crashing into it. the town. Yeah. So, uh, the climax, the final finale, is that they guide the ship away from the tanker so it doesn't explode. Instead, it drives right up into the middle of town destroying all these buildings. We kind yeah. of already mentioned that. Um, this is the most expensive stunt uh, in film history. Yeah. $25 million is what it cost. So of the budget, like up to a, depending on how much the budget was, it's like yeah. as much as a quarter of the budget was for this one. Yeah. Uh, Worth every penny. Yeah. They spent more on this one effect, stunt, whatever you want to call it, than the entire budget of the first speed movie. Yeah. Crazy. Again, for context, they could have just bought an actual ship 
<laughs> and run it into an the town. island and <laughs> smash the two of them into each other, and it probably would have been cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> But, but that, it wouldn't have gone as far. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it does explain why that sequence was so drawn out. Yes. So, I mean, they were trying to get every, every cent's worth. Yeah. yeah. Well, every take was the one and only one take. And only. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They used all the footage. Yeah. They definitely, they did, well, they did not get their money's worth, but they definitely got the shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, skipping over Willem Dafoe, because we, we kind of talked oh, yeah. at length about him. Um, Speaking of money's worth, I mean, people give Sandra Bullock a hard time for doing this movie. So oh, Speed, yeah. you know, she she's worked in Hollywood for a while, but Speed actually makes her it was her a household name. name. Yeah, it, it was yeah, her breakthrough. Yeah. Um, she's got the supporting character in Speed. It's really Keanu Reeves' vehicle, but she right. kind of, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, steals the movie. I um, didn't know who she was till Speed. Yeah, I mean sure. that that made her. Yeah. Uh, I think she makes a couple other hits uh-huh. uh, separate from this right after, I think. The uh, Net? If I, I, the I'm Net, sorry. Demolition Man was yeah. one and, where well, she was And while there. you were sleeping, when did that right. come out? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Uh, that might have been after this. Okay. So she's she's a big star right? at this point. Yeah. She doesn't necessarily have to do Speed 2. No. But they do ask her to. I, you know, I wouldn't, if I was in her shoes mm-hmm. and someone offered me $11.5 million to do Speed, Speed 2. two I guess yeah. If you're her, I mean, I would do it. So yeah. why why should I give her a hard time about so, it? So yeah, right. She she says she's historically has said a number of times that she regrets doing this movie. And I saw an interview as early as this or as recently as this year where she's talking about it and how she's kind of embarrassed that she did the second movie <laughs> and how it's just uh, she jokes around about it, you know, about the fact that she's so embarrassed. Um, and regrets so much having done that. Yeah. I don't know how much she really feels that because it always seems to be in a joking way, but uh, still, well, I mean, it's like... You know, stars get a lot of backlash when they do stuff like that, but if you look at the, what she's done in the last 10 years, I mean, she's done a lot Oh, yeah, it didn't even of, hurt her at all. Yeah. No, no, but if you in the last 10 years, she does really good quality stuff. Yep, like all, Everything she's in yep. is a hit or a really well-received, yep. generally yeah. speaking. She's had some flops here and there. Yeah. But in the last 10 years. So I, I did read that um, after the success of Speed 1, um, the only person who was contractually obligated to come back was the director. So mm-hmm. Keanu, they just kind of assumed that Keanu and Sandra would come back. Um, Keanu bowed out. So my question for you is, do you think this movie gets made if Sandra also decided to dip out? Yes, I think it's I do. made, but maybe it's not called Speed 2. Um I bet they would have still called it. You think Speed they would have both so main characters? It's almost like they just tell a new story. They do. They pull a Halloween three, and they just are like, "Here's another speed themed movie yeah. with new characters." I bet they would still do it. Hmm. Call I it Speed Two. To be safe, they should call it Troll Three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the safe money. <laughs> um, there were some other folks in here. Like we don't have to get into everybody because honestly, you know. The I would say some of the bridge crew was kind of repeating, but basically everybody but Willem Dafoe, Alex, and Annie were minor characters. Yeah, they're just kind there of like is, little the, the, what about Boba Fett, the first mate, Tamara right. Morrison. Yeah. Right. So, so, so yeah, so he's 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 an exception, right. and you know, uh, you know, There's Scotty the, the navigator, right? Um, besides 
those guys right. and occasionally the, the photographer the photographer. Oh, the photographer and the deaf girl okay deaf girl, i have to girl. take back my statement because <laughs> oh, I was and, the, and, the, and the fat burners <laughs> and that person and that person oh and we totally forgot about the deaf girl yeah true. Um, yeah true um okay i gotta take all of that back so, <laughs> um so okay so where where do we know uh tomorrow morrison he is boba fett or all of the clones in the clone wars right he's Django fett so i didn't realize like he's been in so many more movies than i realized like i thought i knew him from obviously you know star wars and all of the associated things that come with that you know the book of boba fett mandalorian all that fun stuff um he's been in a ton of movies i i honestly i had no idea he's been in so many things and like well-respected things as well oh yeah dora the explorer lost city of gold (laughs) Um, (laughs) green lantern barbed wire Uh, barbed wire that's the one with he uh, was an aquaman he was an aquaman yeah pam anderson with willem dafoe so (laughs) they got back together yeah (laughs) so you didn't list once for warriors that is a new zealand film where he is the main uh, protagonist i suppose you'd say uh, I mean, he's the main actor. Well, he's he is the main character, but he is not a good guy. Okay. But um, th- it's a really good film. Like I would highly recommend uh, if you and if you're into like Maori culture. Oh, yeah. cool. It uh, that's a good film. So, um, so there was again a, a lot of the the other people that we could list are primarily been in a lot of TV. Uh-huh. Um. There were a lot of recognizable faces. There were a lot TV. of faces. Like, yeah. as you watch it, you'd be like, oh, I know that person. Oh, yeah. I know that person. You probably wouldn't be able to, like, place where you know them, but they're, like, well-known background supporting characters in everything that they've ever right. done. Right. Um, like, uh... UB40. <laughs> UB40, yeah. <laughs> Mike Haggerty, he played Harvey. Um, he was the, he was the single, the, the sole dude on the, the fat folks club or whatever it was oh, called. Oh yeah, that's right? okay. He's, he's got yeah, the mustache, fat burners. So yes. Times. He's got yeah. the mustache. Um, he was in Wayne's world. So I married an ax murderer, Wayne's world. I think I said, yeah, yeah he's very uh, recognizable. Yeah. It, yeah. Nobody, I don't think anybody would be able to place him or give him a name, but if you saw a picture of him, you wouldn't you be, would be know like, him. Oh, yeah. I know that guy, that guy. Um, let's see who else. Uh, let's see. Uh, Colleen, or I, I misspelled this. Colleen Camp. She played Debbie. Um, she, I think she was also on the, uh, the, the Fat Burners Club. Okay. Right. I think she was one of those guys. Again, you would recognize her. Um, let's see here. Uh, Kimmy Robertson. Yeah, she was, she was in Clue. I remember her. Yeah. Colleen Camp. She was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Wayne's World. Like Adventure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> leprechaun too oh gosh <laughs> um <laughs> Stuart little a bunch of other things um both Bo, Bo svensson was the captain um captain pollard who gets killed off very quickly and doesn't seem like a very competent captain no, right so he probably deserved to be popped very but. recognizable face though yeah yeah um he was in just mountains of tv shows pre-86 he starts to transition a little bit more into movies um you might know him from uh, Soldier of Fortune, Kill Bill Volume Two, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I think this Quentin Tarantino likes him. I think he does. Yeah, oh, a movie yeah. that I didn't know existed, but I need to see now that he was in is called Dolph Lundgren is the Killing Machine. 
<laughs> so oh, yes. I'm gonna watch that movie. I hope we can. Watch if it, it if it meets the bar, we're gonna have to watch it yes. just because the title sounds awesome. Yes. Um, and then Tamia, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, she was sh- Sherry Silver. She's but a she seemed like she was just basically playing herself. Yeah. Um, she was the singer, right? She was yeah. the singer who doesn't wear undergarments. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> um. We'll explain that later. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tim Conway. Yeah. So if, where if do we you, know Tim Conway? Carol so Burnett. Carol Burnett show. Yep. So to any listeners who don't know who Tim Conway is, please look ask him your up. parents. Please <laughs> look him up on YouTube. He is a very funny. Okay. Like he is. Yeah. He is comedy gold. So so he. I mean, he spans everything. Everybody. Anybody old knows him. Anybody middle knows him. Anybody young knows him as one of the. Not starring characters, but one of the major characters on SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Barnacle he did a lot of movies. He's Barnacle with, Boy. Yeah, he did a lot of movies with Don Knotts too. Yeah. Like yeah. they're a good comedy pair. So yes. I have a quick question about these kind of secondary third roles. We often talk about the main characters, what they make for a movie, right? Yeah, it's like eleven. Do you know? I mean, obviously, there's probably a wide range. Do you have an idea of what those kind of characters make? They each got paid. a free uh, cruise. Cruises. Yeah. <laughs> cruise. Yeah. And a trip to, to St. Martin. You get to go to fake St. Martin. <laughs> and Tim Conway got I to, mean, I'd go to be for a free, driver's but... ed instructor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That, yeah. yeah. Um, there are. Yeah, it's probably measured be... in hundreds there's, of thousands. Well, there's tops. probably. There's probably tops, like right. A, yeah. It's tens to hundreds. Yeah. There's probably. Um, especially if they're in the guild, there's probably yeah. just like a. Based on the number of lines that they say, I want to say league uh, minimum for yeah. sports. Yeah. But there's there's yep. probably like a minimum contract Absolutely rate, the number of day rate. Yeah, yeah, okay. the amount, D- the number on... of lines, the amount of screen time, all of this stuff goes into consideration, mm. and then negotiation. Okay. And for some of these people, I'm sure they didn't negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> I was legit excited to see Tim Conway. I was kind of surprised because the first Speed movie is such a dramatic action vehicle, and I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, but I don't remember a lot of comedy. Yeah, and when you see Tim Conway, you immediately think, "Oh, this is Tim Conway. They're doing a driving. Uh, yeah. You know, she's getting her license. There's going to be some gags. Right. Yeah. This is. I'm not going to take this seriously. Yeah. So, and that was the first shot of the movie was the two of them Set in the tone, a movie. Yeah. Right. It sets the tone for the movie. Uh, there's not a lot of comedy in this movie. It was other not than that. so out of place yeah. to me. It was kind of bookends mm. the beginning and the end yep. of the story. I the humor I did enjoy was the photographer. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the very beginning of the movie, Dante, the Dante, photographer, right. who takes their picture as like he's like blocking the gangway so like nobody can get onto the ship without That's getting That's the way it works on a cruise. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> but then he's he's got like ten thousand cameras for every single scene. He's either taking pictures of the mayhem that's happening or himself with the mayhem yeah. or the people around the mayhem. Like, I would love to see all of that film developed and just watch that whole thing unfold. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Totally. I wonder if there was some kind of secret message there because Jan DeMond is the director. Mm-hmm. And he's only got like five directing credits. Yeah. But he yeah, is but... a well-known cinematographer. I yeah. love camera person that he's yeah done. oh yeah he's that's done, right he's he was done a lot of yeah, like yeah big movies uh yeah. with cinematography so not you know you know so i just wonder if that was a hmm. hidden joke there or if because i'm because he's too taking into pictures it. all the time yeah 
Yeah. So I was surprised, you know, when I was doing research, I happened to pull up his record for all of his cinematography. And I was right. like, Tons. oh my gosh, this guy has done massive, huge films. And then I looked, I was like, oh wait, he didn't direct those. So yeah. I had to close that tab, open up the director ones. It's like six and movies. he still actually got some good movies. Yeah, like, I love them. Speed was great. Twister was fantastic. The Haunting. I love eh. The Haunting. Do I know you? it's not a great movie, but it's it's a short story that I, I love reading. Okay. And I thought that his Adapted version of it was well. awesome. Okay. Plus it had, um, what's her name? The um, I don't remember who's Never mind. That. It doesn't matter. But yeah. uh, it's Maya got. Carey? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones? But, yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones oh. is in it. Yeah. And um, is that the one with Lily wow. Taylor? Wow. <laughs> what's his name? Oh. <laughs> Pinocchio? Did you try that? Owen Could you Wilson? say that again? Wow. wow. It, it, I can't do it. Yeah, Owen Wilson. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like. I that thought movie. you were talking about Polly Shore. No, no, no. Oh, Polly Shore. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty strong horror movie. I mean, it's a yeah. remake. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's yeah, it's a remake. It, it's been remade like seven hundred times. The original is a classic, so it's yeah. it's hard to so top that. But. Is Catherine Zeta Jones also in your Photoshop collection? No comment. <laughs> so we got Alicia Silverstone, <laughs> Mariah Carey. <laughs> I think the trend we're going for is. If it is an attractive woman in Hollywood, there is a there is a poster wall somewhere where (laughs) Ben has collaged them. (laughs) He also did uh, Tomb Raider two, the second one. Yes, The Cradle of Life, which uh, I love both those Tomb Raider movies. Um, They're among my favorite video game movies. Okay, he he only did one of them, but are they better than Mortal Kombat? Yes. Obje- objectively, yes. 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 As um, a host of this show, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So the this you know like we we kind of gave the the story and the plot just a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, I I read somewhere that there was some original plots like fundamentally I don't understand how the premise of the first one they thought a good follow was to be hijacking a cruise ship which are not known to be fast traveling vehicles like if it was a bullet train or something like that maybe right Right. or a plane a plane or something like that and from what i understand there were a couple um original uh scripts that were Uh presented that you know or maybe not they weren't fully developed in the scripts but just some ideas that were tossed out like they were um, something about flying through the Andes or something, oh, and they right. couldn't go above ten thousand feet. So they're you know constantly amazing. dodging mountains and stuff, yeah. and you got you know freezing cold temperatures or whatever to deal with. Um, I think there were some other similar kind of things like that we just talked about, like yeah. just fast traveling things. Like it yep. makes sense, right? Um, Going yeah. through the redwood forest or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. That, like something that hasn't bikes. been done. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. canoes. Canoes. Yes. This is what it is. It's like canoes on a still pond. <laughs> Lake Placid. So, you know, a lot of times when they make a movie, they don't know what they're going to call the movie. Right. Right. Until, you know, somewhere along the line, they're like, hey, let's, here's the title, you know? Yeah. They knew from the beginning this was Speed 2. Right. And they still chose to do it on a 17 mile per hour. D- d- did they know cruise. it was going to be called Speed 2? Cruise, cruise control? control? I don't think so. <laughs> so. Is that part of it from the beginning? Someone said, hey, they're on a cruise. Wait, cruise, cruise control. Yeah. 
so oh it's gosh. almost like if if you'd watched the first Fast and the Furious, yeah, and they follow it up with like Fast and Furious Two, Driving Miss Daisy, right? <laughs> right? It's like it is. it's yes. like yeah. I mean, it's still got cars. There is driving in the title, but like the, it doesn't make any sense at all, right? right? It's like it's just the dumbest thing. Like I honestly don't know, like what thought process goes into saying this is the movie that we yeah. want to make, right? Like the 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 director says that he wanted to make this about, you know, the speed on the open seas. Right. Because of a recurring nightmare he had about his ship crashing into some docks or, mm-hmm. or something. So he got to make that. I don't know why the Fox exo- execs signed off on that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? It's just like... Yeah. In five minutes, we all came up with much better ideas. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So we're making Speed 3. We're announcing it here. <laughs> Look us up on Patreon and Kickstarter. We're yeah. going to get the sucker funded. <laughs> it's about horseback riding. <laughs> but it's a crippled horse. <laughs> so, I wonder, sometimes it seems like someone just has an idea of, man, it'd be so cool to see a cruise ship crash through the thing. And they try to it fit a movie feels like that's what just around happened, yeah. that. So it's like, okay... How can we make it so that we can get to this point of this ship crashing through? So, I can see that. Yeah, it's almost totally. like it's just a backwards way of, you know. Can, can I use another example? Right. Yeah. So sometimes just the energy and somebody's excitement is enough to propel a project forward. That's true. Yeah. I will use this podcast as an example. <laughs> In this case, coercion and manipulation. Danny is the director who came up with a terrible idea. (laughs) Hey, no one jumped ship. (laughs) And somehow magic was created. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Where's that anchor? So I want to come back around to something because we've talked about this a little bit, but we haven't talked about it directly. So we, we started by talking about what makes a good speed film or whatever right and we're talking about claustrophobia and things are happening you don't have time to react and things like that right and what is the big thing in this movie it is they're traveling 17 miles per hour into a oil tanker that they're going to reach in 45 minutes (laughs) right and the oil tanker needs to get out of the way in time right which they say takes about 30 minutes to start up (laughs) so so Oh. 45 minutes this thing is just traveling and it's way way off in the yeah. distance it's not <laughs> yeah. it is not close they're looking at it through their binoculars right <laughs> so it's not like oh we're almost gonna hit it there's yeah. so much yeah you know everyone freak out because we're about to hit it any second yeah that was such a bad choice <laughs> i also don't want to punch a hole in this but what on earth is a giant oil taker doing off Shore, uh-huh. like literally, like hundreds of yards harbor. away from St. Martin. Right, doesn't make any sense at all. The whole yeah. idea is stupid, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. but you got to have a, that ship blow up like that. Oh. You do. That I mean, how else are you going to be able to get that ship? I mean, blow- if we're poking holes, I mean, Brant brought up that. Okay, one of the problems is that the radio's not working, right. so they're like trying to say, "Hey." ship in front of us get out of the way get out of the way and they can't communicate yet ships have flags and lights and ways to communicate with each other that they could just somebody could get up there and semaphore them away right yeah i mean because the crew who knows these things is still alive and still on the ship yeah right the people who could do it oh and then of course 
um, Alex probably knows. I was gonna say I was really and, disappointed in yeah. Alex not knowing the foreign language <laughs> of boat flag communication. Right? <laughs> Holly, do you remember when the when they hit the sailboat and the sailboat exploded? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, no one was getting out of the way, and there's this giant cruise ship they, coming my, into port. They announced, yeah. "Get out of the way." They're not, and they, and they you know, you would think that they would see, "Oh, look, they just hit that first sailboat." Oh, maybe I should get out of the way. Yeah. It doesn't look like that thing's moving. Nope, they never, never explained that. They just, oh, they, oh, they're hitting another boat. Oh, that person won't get out of the way. It kind of, kind of so, over and over. This is like a tie-in into uh, not marry me, but uh, was it maid of honor? Where she gets her her shoe stuck in the thing, and the dumpster's coming at her for oh, like yeah. oh, wedding, a wedding solid planner. the wedding planner. wedding planner. Oh, sorry, the wedding planner. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> where the dumpster just is slowly coming at her. She has easily a minute yeah. to just take off her shoe and just walk away. Right. But no, she sits there and waits <laughs> to be rescued. Right? Like I don't know how you, if you're on you know in in a in a very shallow you know bay area yeah and you hear a boat explode yeah there's no way that not every single one of those heads is immediately pivoting to where that just happened from and then scattering but like these people are having such a good time in saint martin they're like it's whatever man i'm on vacation yeah as they speed past the the cruise ship in their paddle boats right because they're going faster than the cruise ship at this point well i also love that uh one of the sail sailing ships they're like we have the right of way here <laughs> yeah right yeah it's like yeah yeah this cruise ship turns on a dime so yeah. <laughs> okay is there anything else we want to talk about or should we oh, no. uh levy judgment on this wonderful movie let the gavel fall all right bracken <laughs> let's start with you oh boy uh cruise control um i need to see the first one Again, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I, I would, I'm sure I'll love it. Um, I did watch this movie for the first time probably about a year ago. Nice. Sometime within the last year, I thought, okay, I better give it a try. And uh, it was just, yeah, I wasn't you excited. You regretted every minute. It seemed really long. Yeah. It seemed like they could have cut out a good half hour. Maybe half of that scene where they're, the climax, where it's going into the pier... And it would be fine. It was, it was long. Um, I'm gonna just leave it at that and call it a day and say this was just bad for me. All right, Nate. This is actually the first time I've seen this movie, and so you're a man now. <laughs> wow, that's a surprisingly <laughs> low bar. Um, so uh, I go with Bracken like. I want to pump the brakes on this cruise control because <laughs> it was, it's hard because I always have a good time with you guys watching the movies. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we made it through Halloween three largely because we were together. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. true. It's true. <laughs> and so I always feel that colors my judgment. So I look at it, look a little more rose colored. Yeah. Sure. But, but I feel like I gotta go with bracket. I just think it was bad. Like yeah. I, I would be totally fine if I never saw this film again. Yep. We so, never speak of this again. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I think that's an important part of the movies that we watch is who you watch it with. Yep. Because that can totally change a movie to whether it's bad or exceptionally bad. Um, but I don't think it does in this case either. Mm. Uh, I think this is a bad movie. Um, this is not an, 
makes you angry type of bad movie. It's just more of a, man, I wish I had those two hours back. <laughs> you know, I could have, I don't know, flossed my teeth during that time or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, I could have done something a little more productive. <laughs> Um, could have planned a diamond right. heist. Yeah, planned a diamond heist. You see how Brack is nodding his head? <laughs> <Yes. and> was... <laughs> I feel what you're saying. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I just go with bad. And there weren't, I mean, there were like catchphrases in the first one. Yeah. Like when you compare it with the first one, I don't think it it stands up to it at all. I mean, Sandra Bullock yeah. is still Annie. Like, yeah. I feel like she did a good job of being who she was in the first movie. Yeah. But... Uh, nobody else is from the first movie. There's not even speed. So it's like, that's not enough. They could have just called it the Annie movie. Yeah. It's, Annie just, call movie. Annie. <laughs> just call it Annie. Just call it Annie. It's been so long since I've seen the original that I don't need, I need to, it doesn't paint my color, mm-hmm. my opinion of this movie at all. I mean, yeah. I need to go back and see the original. So fun but all right i i have to agree with you um i I think this is going to be one of our first unanimously bad movies it was for this season yeah Yeah. i mean it wasn't so bad that or you know so absurd that we could start layering on murder plots that's true you know it was just it i think we were all just so distracted like there was constant commentary throughout this movie yeah whereas like normally we're watching it and so you know oh (laughs) funny let's make a comment right right but we were basically talking through this entire movie because yeah. it honestly didn't matter. Yeah. Like we weren't enjoying it and things were moving so slowly that we had good solid 10 minute conversations <laughs> yeah. before something interesting happened. That's and true. then we'd get quiet for a moment be like, Oh, ah, that was funny. What just happened? And then we just continue commenting for another 10 minutes. Right. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I think if we could just, you know, cut down all of that, you know, the, the slow parts of the movie. I mean, for a movie about speed, it is one of the slowest movies that yes. we've watched. I mean, nobody was even on speed in this Right. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Dante the photographer. Maybe. Was, the cruise was control was on. set too low. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. 18 I, knots. Yes. I think we have to unanimous, unanimously say this was just a bad movie. Yeah. You don't need to do it. Don't bother. Um, yeah. I mean, Annie got her, her money's worth. But yep. Otherwise... Bad investment, bad investment from Fox, bad investment of our time, <laughs> and uh, I would not watch this movie. Wait, 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 wait. This was a Fox movie? It was a it so was movie. You want to make so... Speed 3? I want us to make Speed yes, 3. That's right. Yeah. So Annie is retroactively a Disney princess. She is. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Again, I'll, I will recap. A movie about Speed, whose top speed never gets above... <laughs> school zone 25 miles an hour it never even gets to that is yeah. not a movie about speed <laughs> i love it any final comments no all right where, where can folks find us uh you can find us at exceptionallybad.com you can send us an email at the guys at exceptionallybad.com that's right we're desperate to hear from you so please <laughs> please email us we love listening and hearing your comments. Yes, we do. <laughs> Where else can they reach us? Uh, yes. I wasn't paying attention. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I distracted Ben. So what we talking about? Social Instagram? media. Okay. So. How about Instagram? At exceptionally bad. And Twitter is at exceptionally bad. And Wonderful. Bracken's home address is. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Why do you want to keep giving that up? I don't know. For some reason, <laughs> I just find it funny. One, two, three, four, Speed Street. <laughs> All right. Well, Cruise until next time, until the next sequel. We can't stop the ship. Then we have to slow it down. What are you going to do? you going to let the air out of our tires? <laughs> Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Ugh, that was terrible. Can we fix that in post?